Talk Radio, this your boy Fresh, along with my partner in crime, Bummer Club. Bummer Club, where you at? What's up, though? What's up, though? Yeah, there you go. And we got another uh, special guest host. We got Danky up in here. Danky, where you at? I'm right here. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we got a uh, we got a special show tonight. We're going to have uh, Ed Lodge from uh, Suave House, but first well, we got... Ricky. We, yeah, we got a we got a poet on here from Louisiana, Toy. Uh, hello, hello. Better known for her toy stories. So, Toy, you know, go ahead and bless us with one of your poems. Oh, thank you, thank you. First, I wanted to let you guys know I'm here in Baton Rouge, and I do have a show August the 27th. That's Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at the Spanish Moon. So please come out and support. It's a lot of underground creativity, uh, poetry, art. It's going to be wicked. So definitely come out support if you're in the area. But um, also follow me, Toy Stories 1913, T-O-I, Stories is Plural 1913. And this one I think you guys are going to like because it's some new-ish. It's called Are You Woke Yet? Put on your steel toe boots because I'm about to step on some feet, trying to direct you to where your fake-ass reality and consciousness meet. You have been lied to, bamboozled, run amok. We are getting shot in the back of the head with our hands up. Black bodies, white chalk line, make you want to throw your hands up. Arguing back and forth that Black Lives Matter to people who could give us all you woke yet. I'm not up here trying to preach to you like I'm some minister because your Bible would say the things I'm saying are so much more sinister. We were ripped from our land and taken away from our family, stripped naked of our hair, our God, our faith, and our own identity, taught that our skin color is demonic and we need to search for a lighter hue, taught us that our religion was no good and let this white Jesus work for you. Are you woke yet? Your hair is nappy, and there's not a TV show, movie, or video that will let you forget it. You want that long, straight European hair and will spend your life bill to get it. But the funny thing is, they want to look just like us. Wear our body parts and our hairstyles and get credit for making it famous. Car rolls, bantu knots. 
and perk up their lips and butt socks to get injection shots and then go grab a black man and can't understand his fear of getting shots. Are you woke yet? The prison systems can be found traded on the New York Stock Exchange. That means there is still money being made keeping blacks in chains. I need you to shut your mouth and use your eyes to listen. We are fighting for rights in a land that doesn't consider us a citizen, but I call bullshit. Mm. And the claims we have no claims here are bogus. We are not a bunch of pennies with holes in it. We are far from hopeless. This isn't a time to know this because knowledge is power. Give me that damn clock so I can correct the hour. You have slept long enough, and I'm making sure that your alarm is set because I'm not sure that you are woke yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. No. 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 That right there. Yeah. Really <laughs> get up out of my sleep. Like, Todd, get no, your no. ass up and write this poem. I had to write it. So <laughs> I'm so glad phone. you guys <laughs> like it. So, yes, yeah, please, oh, yeah. y'all make sure y'all follow me. Toy Stories 1913, T O I. Stores is plural, 1913. Y'all can see all of my little videos and stuff. All right. Yeah, that's about a fact. When we get off, I'll just connect everybody to it. Right. Hello? Yeah. 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 What'd you say? <clears throat> yeah, I was saying that, uh, matter of fact, when I when I get off, I can uh, connect everybody to you. Oh, please, for please. Sure, for thank sure. you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank y'all for having me again. This, this was... Oh. This was nice. And meeting you guys, or speaking with you guys, right? I can't wait to actually meet you. That's Same goes, girl. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, Tom. Show it and enjoy you, man. Appreciate you. Thank Not you so a problem. Much. Be blessed. All right. Peace and blessing. All right, bye. Good blessing. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, so uh, at large, where you at? Yo, I'm here, man. Yeah, all right, yeah. This evening we got a special guest at large. She's uh, one of the original artists signed uh, Suave House during this infancy. Now, when you hear about Suave House, you think about 8-Ball and MJG, South Circle, Crime Boss. Suave was on his way to being a national success. I mean, you know, with hits like Lay It Down, Attitude, Space Age, Fifth, and then all of a sudden it fills it out and it disappeared, leaving, leaving law fans like myself wondering, you know, what happened. So, at large, you know, who's a master storyteller about the Southern uh, <laughs> rap history, he's going to tell us about the, the best of the house, man. You know, he's going to tell about the best house in the hood from his humble beginnings to his treacherous ending. So, at large, it's good to have you on the show. Appreciate you know, it, appreciate it. No problem, man. Get it going. So, uh, to start things off, man, uh, you know, what part of Houston did you grow up in, and what made you want to start a music career? Well, I, I was, uh, I'm from Third Ward, and I grew up on, like, the whole south side, from, from the southeast to the southwest. Right, right. I'm, I'm originally from Third Ward, South Union, all that. Okay, so, look, was you part of that, uh, the Battle Rap Frenzy back then? Uh, not, not really. I think, I think the first time I, I, I tried to, uh, Rap probably was like in the seventh grade, man. It uh, I went to uh, Johnston Middle School and like they used to like battles on as you get off the bus at school. 
<laughs> I used to battle on the on the basketball court. No. Oh, okay, okay. Some niggas was break dancing and, and some niggas was rapping. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the usual. Yeah. Yeah, the usual. Little, you know, if, if it ain't rapping, it's ranking. You know, it's rapping <laughs> and ranking. Already, man. So, um, when did you first meet Tony Draper, and how was he as a person and a businessman? Well, uh, me and Tony went to middle school together. Me and Tony went to Missouri uh, City Middle School. Like, I went there for like, I think like six six months, and we met like in the seventh grade. And then uh, we later on, we ran back into each other in high school. You know, me and Tony was the type of nigga, we, we was close. We was like wear each other belts and shit. You feel me? Like, he my, he my daughter. He my, my oldest daughter's godfather. Oh, okay. You know, then later, later on, you know, we, we kind of like stayed in touch. Because, like, me and him dropped out of high school. Right. And uh, he had started working. And one day he had, you know, I was running around the streets and shit. And uh, he asked, I want a job. <laughs> he was working at this place. First, he's working at, uh, I know he'd be telling the story about he worked at Olive Garden. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's he got his big ass green bucket. <laughs> he's got his green bucket, man. And, uh, then he started working at uh, uh, Logan's. It was like a. a, a a ham company or some shit like that. And he was, he was, I don't know if he ever became like, he was somebody important up there. Put it like that. He, he was somebody important. You know, he had that one a gig cause I wasn't doing shit, but like, you know, the average things we do when we drop out of school and shit. So I was like, bet. And, uh, during that time he was like, he was starting a record label. But I'm like, you starting a record label. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you still on a record label. You working here? He had, he had, uh, he had, uh, no, Tony had Big Mike first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. He had, he had, he had Big Mike. Wow. And like he, he showed me, he showed me, uh, he showed me some pictures of, uh, cause he had, he had like a little photo shoot for Mike. That just show you how he had the game he was, cause he was, he was doing this working, but like he was, he already was booming artists. You know what I'm saying? And he had this other dude named uh I think his name was Quiz. His name was his name was Quiz. And uh Quiz started working there too. But like Quiz used to try to like so we used to like glaze hands with blow torches and shit, right? So Quiz used to be trying to burn up little Spanish dudes with the with the blow torch and shit, right? You know, I think I, I think Quiz he later on I think he started smoking or some shit. So that was that was that was Tony who he was going with. So he was like, man, I need to, I need to get a group together. I like shit. I, I do it. And then, uh, Word. I went to school with, uh, with a dude named Rex Robinson. Y'all probably know him as Thera. Yeah. Right. So his name, his name was, his name was R. Swift at first though. Okay. His name was R. Swift. So I was like, I got a homeboy that, you know, he, he rapped. I mean, Rex was, I think Rex was, uh, trying to, he was either, Cause Scarface and I think Rex was over there trying to do something with Shortstop at one time in the beginning with with Damn. Detroit. Yeah, I think that's yeah. And so, so, so uh, when did uh, Prince John C come into the picture? Well, Prince John C was in the picture from the gate because, like, I told you, Tony had Big Mike first, right? Right. Yeah. So, so, so. 
See, Tony was the type of dude, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, Tony Tony was running with King T back in the day. Ask me how. I don't know. But, yeah, Tony Tony, Tony, a real hip-hop dude. You feel me? Like, Mm. for real, for real. And uh, so with the Johnny thing, I guess the whole, because he he produced Big Mike. And then Big Mike went to the convicts. See, we were supposed to be dissing the convicts. Oh, yeah? What? Yeah, we we, we were supposed to be dissing, like, like, because they was, they was, Tony had a partner named Big Trent at first, and and I don't I don't know if it was because the way that Big Mike wound up going to to rap a lot or whatever they wanted to, they wanted us to originally diss them. And I was like, that ain't my fight. You feel me? Yeah. Right, well, my fight. So I had I had I recorded a song called uh, Knockout Artist, and it was originally a solo. Then Thorough got on it, and we went from there. Wow. Is that the yeah, yeah, Tony, so, Tony, 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 Tony came up with that name, man. That smooth, it was, right. it was smooth, it was smooth criminals at first. I was like, man, I don't like this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like this. So by time the by time the uh, the album came out, he, they throw the rhyme in it and shit. Well, all right. It wasn't even an album; it was an EP. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when y'all started putting the uh the E P together and Tony was building up Swan Records at uh, the time. When did uh James Easley and T Walker come into the picture? What what was their roles? Well like? well 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 uh well Franchise C was producing like I guess for Big Mike, right? With with right. Tony, Tony uh, if I'm correct and I think I am, like Peter Man was like Tony's song, if you listen to it it's saying something about Tony. I could be wrong, but, like, that was the whole issue, right? So Johnny C was like, we'll go to Johnny C house. And, like, Johnny was making beats at his house. So that's how I got introduced to Johnny C. And it was, uh, first it was Tony and Big Troy, you know, the businessman and the money man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Troy, then JB came on, then Big Troy got locked up. Right, he got locked okay. up. So then we started going from Johnny house to, uh, the Doug King spot. Oh, Doug King studio, huh? Rap a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the that's same Doug King. I don't know if he, was, I don't know if he was, he was producing a lot of, uh, recording a lot of rap, a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, okay. we was in the studio at the same time recording our EP. Is the Ghetto Boys was, re- was recording the, uh, we can't be stopped. The same time. Because I remember them bringing that. I remember them bringing that. Uh, I remember them bringing that album, that photo shoot of that album cover inside the inside one of our sessions with, with Bush and yeah. I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause uh, uh, what's that New York? Uh, that group from New York, Organized Confusion, was in the session with us. Oh wow! What? Yeah, I'm telling you, Tony, Tony, Tony. Hey man. <laughs> so, dude, was this uh, going on around the same time when Prince Johnny C was? Recording, it's been a smooth rhyme coming. No, uh, no, when, when, when he, yeah, 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 it was around the same time. And then once, once, once our project, I had issues in, in the situation because, like, for one, like, we didn't really have no creative control because, like, Tony named the group. He came, he had the uh, idea for the song called uh, "Blacks to the '90s," and like, we would like get dropped off at the studio. It's just like I, I just didn't like the way she was going. So I, me and since me and Thero are a group, right? I'm the one who's speaking up. 
You know what I'm saying? About like right. the group, like, hey man, we need to, we need to tell him about this, tell him about that. So when he when he comes time to come talk to him, Daryl not saying the same thing I'm saying. So it, it, it makes it look like I'm the one that's complaining. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Right, right. So, but meantime, you know, we had recorded this before that before it dropped. We had recorded like three songs, and it came time. Tony asked one us to do a solo, right? And I was like. Man, I'm not greedy. I mean, I had a solo written. Knockout Artist was, was originally a solo, but they added their own. And so Tony wanted somebody to write a song called Mr. B. Right? right, right. Uh, so I was like, shit, Rex can do it. You know, so we sat at his house, and, and he, he wrote the story, and I, I did the hook. So um, uh, between... Um Y'all by y'all doing the early version of Mr. Big and they ball doing the remix. What was the similarities and the differences between the two if versions? Listen, if, if you listen, if you listen to to, to the the original Mr. Big, the story is the same. <laughs> the, the whole story is the same. The nigga okay. coming up, working, getting robbed, getting jacked. The, the whole story is the same story. Only difference is it's a different beat and a different rap style. Like uh, like okay. Like Johnny C produced that Mr. Big, so that sound was that sound that Johnny C had at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like like Johnny C sound was like a lot of the early ghetto boy sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when 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 Baldwin came in, Baldwin brought that that southern that southern style to it. You know, because like cause I admit, uh, Tony had came. He had he had introduced me to MJG first when he because like we was having MJG. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't really just talking like that because, like, the issue of how I live. Because when I live, I live with Johnny. Water. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was, it was something that was said, and, and I was like, I took the issue over with Tony. So to resolve the situation, Johnny was like, "Well, hey, let him just roll with me." Because see, Johnny had got a deal, even though he was with the rap line, I think he had. Priority was chicken for Johnny. That's when he was working on that on that long ride coming. So I started rolling with Johnny. So was was Johnny seeing the process of starting his own label? Uh, starting his own label. All I know is that I was gonna be his artist. So I guess like like his his first video. I'm in his video. <laughs> My mama in his video. <laughs> like because Rapper had like uh, Rapper I had a, a video studio. And that's where he shot the video with. Wow. Damn. The video yeah. ever dropped? The video, the video ever came yeah, out? The, the, video, the video was long. What was that uh, TV show called? The Box? I remember yeah, The Box. Yeah. yeah, it was on The Box. It was on The Box. And, uh, I never seen that video on We went on a little promotional. We went on a little promotional, little promotional tour for, the, uh, for that album. Because I was supposed to be on... I was supposed to be on it was a song called, uh, I think, From the Ghetto to the Gitmo on his album. I was supposed to be on it. I forgot what reason I didn't wind up on it. But, like, if you look on the back of Johnny C. album, he shot out at large in the 713 Mars squad. That's dope. All right. That's, yeah, so, so that's some Texas shit. That's some Texas legendary shit right there. Yeah, oh, I haven't yeah, introduced yeah. myself, man. My name is Quest. I'm a fan, man. I live in Houston, man. And, oh, straight you know, up. Yeah, straight up, dog. And, you know, I'm from San Antonio, but I moved to Houston, and we all listened to all that shit, man. Everything you guys yeah. did, going to, you know, also with, with MJG know, and all. 
But that John, Johnny was from uh yeah. Johnny from Johnny in, in, from New Jersey. Johnny and uh, Real yeah, New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, they're both yeah, they're from the East Coast, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, okay. So after y'all had did the uh, the E P you was faced with a situation where you had to step down there so hard as and you started working for Suave on the business side? Yeah. This 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 is what happened. Like like when I when I left, because I left, you know what I'm saying? I left and, and me and Johnny started working on my solo. So the first thing I did was I recorded this song called Hit Him Up before Pop, right? Oh, man. <laughs> like, for real. No bullshit. Like, before I wow. this song called Hit Him Up. And uh, Johnny produced it. And then we started working on my solo project. And so, oh, yeah, but, but your version of Hit Him Up never did come out, did it? So it's just sitting on the shelf? Johnny, Johnny got a Johnny got a project because I talked to him. I talked to him. I think last year uh, I talked to him in Red last year, and he had uh, he was like, "Man, I, I sit back and listen to that project you did. Like, man, you you was ahead of your time. So yeah, he still got it." Okay, so will it ever be released? Did, that large? So I don't know. I, did, I, I, uh, I ain't heard it since I, I ain't heard it since I recorded it. I don't have it. Ah oh, man, okay. that's right. It's so, like it's like. Uh, a, it's like a kid that I ain't seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like so, unreleased. It's in a so shell. Yeah. So when did uh, A-Ball and MJG come into the picture, and what was your thoughts on them when you first met them? Well, I met G first. I met, I met G first. Tony brought uh, G first. He came to my house, and uh, he introduced me to G. I was like, okay. So then later on, then G went back to Memphis. Then Ball came. And then introduced yeah. me to Ball. And Ball, Ball was supposed to produce a track for me, right? Because he had told me, he had let me hear, he had let me hear, uh, he had let me hear, uh, what's that song? Uh, coming Out Hard. He let me hear Coming Out Hard. He had, played Mr., he had played Mr. Big in the car, and I had caught that funeral report, right? That's the first thing I heard when I listened to it, the funeral report. I was like, oh, that was a little slug, but okay. You know, we was cool. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, he let me hear uh, something out hard. I was like, man, this shit jam. <laughs> you know, had, it was wild because them niggas had some jerry curls and shit, right? And they, when they first came to Houston, they had, like, curls and was, like, wearing jean jackets and shit, right? So I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like damn. Then they brought all their, home, all their homeboys from Memphis. They had, like, curls, too. They had, they used to talk about weed. They be talking about smoking chicken and shit, right? I'm like, man, they got that whole plan. You know, they got a whole... They got a whole nother vibe, but I was digging it. it was yeah. fun, you know what I'm saying? So, so uh, when uh, Bob and G, when, when they was uh, coming over to Suave House, they had a, a situation with OTS Records that they was locked in for multiple, multiple, for a multiple album contract. Did Tony Draper help them get out of it? How, how did that transition happen um, from... I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how they even transition from the country. I just know one day, Tony showed up with a group of dudes with with some Jerry curls. We had we had felt we had like we had stopped talking for a minute because I had started work working with Johnny. So right. But he, when, I mean, that's like it's like you saying like because Thero when I left when I left Thero just kind of faded to Swift. He kind of just faded out. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really just telling me we're leaving. But since I was gone. It's like the group, like the group was dissolved, you know what I'm saying? But I kept working. Yeah. So then, uh, wow. he let me, uh, he, he had, he had the Ball and G project. 
Cause he had he had he had to sit up in a he had a, a townhouse in in uh, a leaf that he was set up out of, and uh, he lived right. here that that shit. Yeah, yeah. So while we where we had it, what was uh what was Swab House set up at? Well, the, the, when, when it was the regular Swarov Records, where was it at? Uh, I mean, like, like for instance, like it was Swarov Records at first. So it, it was mostly yeah. out of, it was out of uh, you, Tony, Tony, man, Tony Smart, man, Tony was uh, it's a dude named G Wallace. They don't talk about either. G Wallace was was pretty important in the beginning of Swarov House too, because they had it's a it was a record store on uh, an A Leaf called hey, You and I yeah. Records, right? And uh, Tony was like. He would like work out you and our records like like it was a building. Like you could take phone calls like they really in a in a office building, you know what I'm saying? Right. But then when it started when he started recording, you know, for one first it was in a it was in a uh, it was in a the townhouse, then he moved to this other house in A Leaf by where the old Fang City was and, and that's when he started they started bringing in people from uh T Mix game down there. Okay. Damn. When T Mix came, the sound changed again. Yeah, yeah. The T Mix came. I always say, when throughout them, uh, the Merle Swap House albums, to me, it seemed like the sound switched up when uh, Crime House came out with All in the Game. Yeah, T Mix, T Mixy, T Mix produced All in the Game. Ball and G produced their first album. Ball and G produced coming out of Hoyle. I think I think it was mostly G, but yeah, they produce they produced that. Okay, so look, um, you know, it had just come to surface that uh, A Ball and uh, Gangsta Pan had some beef. Did you know anything about that? Did A Ball mention anything about they that? They never really he... talked. They never really talked about like around like uh, like around me because like Tony had them focus, man. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he he had he had like that house. They had turned the, the garage into a studio. And uh, Tony started doing. Tony didn't, didn't have a local mindset, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's why we trying to explain to people about why they don't really just nip, uh, recognize him in Houston. Like Tony, Tony don't think local. Tony right. thinks big. You know what I'm saying? So the first thing he did, he had Mac Mall come down to the house. That's that song, right. uh, was it friend? What's the song? Friend of foe? Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Like Mac Mall came down and then. You know, he would fuck with MC Breed and shit, so he was on a whole he was on a whole different vibe. So around that time that was when uh Swab was really starting to get popular, man. So tell me who what our artists was was coming through at Suave House. You know, who who wanted to sign with Suave House and what artists man, were signed on Suave they, House but they put out it's, the album. It's a lot of people it's a lot of people in Houston won't say that they uh, were trying to sound swell, but most most of them did. But Tony didn't like Tony didn't like that local sound. Tony like niggas that really can rap. Like Ball and G can really rap, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they can really rap. So everybody he was signing, like even even uh when Mr. Mike came, like Mr. Mike name used to be Renegade. So Mr. Mr. Mike was solo and Thorough was solo, and when T Mix came down, you know it was it was another group called. If I'm correct, it was another it was another group called South it was a group called South Circle from Memphis. I think it was a dude named Country Boy. It was T Mix and some somebody else. And and, and uh Mike and Mike and Thorough became South Circle. 
Right, right. So, yeah, because, yeah, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but because uh, I remember South Circle, and I remember when I used to go to the mall, there was another one called South Circle Click. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, that that's the one. Yeah, they Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing them tapes that sound good in there. Yeah, they were so, down here too. Yeah. They were down here too. I forgot yeah, so, what happened. Uh, so what 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 was Mr. Light when when you first met Mr. Mike, what was he like? How how was his personality? Mike, Mike was Mike was cool. Mike was cool and reserved. Mike Mike was a big Tupac fan. Okay. Yeah, Mike. Mike was a big two. Like he was a big Tupac fan at first. So like, like a lot of songs, they was just they hadn't became a group yet. You know what I'm saying? And they was just trade. Really, it was like a, a people asked me about that first album they recorded from. And from my viewpoint, like they was just recording verses, the tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if you have a studio and they put on a beat and niggas rapping and shit, right? But Tony just brought the structure to the shit. Right. Yeah, so uh as far as uh, uh you know, I we just find out that uh when Tupac had got out of jail, he was looking for South Circle. And yeah, uh that that video when they when uh when they did that uh Attitudes video. Yeah. You know, they had them they had them hats on, one said uh, rest in peace to Easy E and the other one said uh I think it was free Tupac. So when Tupac got out, I don't know. I forgot what the radio station was. He he called a radio station and he asked about South Circle. I told Mike that shit one day. He like for real. I'm like yeah. I said ain't what somebody told me, niggas. It's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I heard him do yeah. it. I was like damn. You know what I'm saying? Like these. Like then uh, they start putting out them them uh, promotional in the magazines from Pen and Pixel. Like a lot of people don't know that. Tony blew up Pen and Pixel. They can. They gotta get that dude his credit, man. Exactly. Yeah, because I mean the whole style of Swap House was different from the production to the album covers. It was just man, it something that game. I had never seen before. It, it changed the grand game. Plus, look, he jumped. He jumped demographics, right? Like, like Tony was doing shit with East Coast dudes and West Coast dudes, and you know what I'm saying? He was. They just wasn't doing like he was doing, man. I was. I was actually like. Cause during that time, during the time period when things started rolling, I had got into trouble. So I had came to him on some. I thought I was gonna get locked up for a little while. So I was on some man. Let me let me get me a let me be security or some shit until this whole the thing go by. You know he had to go ask the other dude that was uh the CEO JB James Inslee. But you know it never turned out that way. Right. Yeah. So just name some of the. Uh, the major moves that that Tony was making, man. Well, just what what was he doing that just put him ahead of that? He he was ahead of the game that people don't recognize. Tony was Tony is. I ain't gonna say was. Tony like a Tony a real music executive, man. Like like his mind, and I and I say that because I see how he see it. That was I think that was our conflict because like I was no rapper. I kind of. I got a business mind too, so I seen like this dude make some big ass moves. Like it was, so, I think when uh, uh on the outside it was either on the it was either on the outside looking in or on top of the world came out. He had this big ass banner, man. Like and he was telling me that the banner was gonna be hung in Hollywood on the billboard, and I'm like, what? 
You know what I'm saying? Like Hollywood, like he just was thinking. He wasn't thinking in the local box. You know what I'm saying? He just never had that local box mindset. Because even when even when I shit came out, he was he was shopping our situation to uh, Columbia and Rough House. I think it was Rough House at the time. Yeah, Rough House. But he yeah he sold he sold our shit independently. And I forgot the numbers they said it moved, but it made him some money to go get Ball and G. I think he bought them out the contract. If I'm correct. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he bought them out the country, yeah. Yeah, so... And you got to realize, Tony was like... At the time, Tony was like... Probably like 20, 21 years old, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so I was trying to tell everybody. He was like, man, I said, dog, Tony... By the time Tony was 23, 24, he was a... He probably was a millionaire, legally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Legally, yeah. like, for real. Like, he was really... You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, and and UGK yeah. was coming around Suave House a lot too. Man, you uh 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 uh, Bun Bun B used to be in in the in the back room with T Mix, cause like the Suave the Suave House like it was, it's been two houses that have been Suave House right. But they have them laid out like it's a house, then part of it's a studio right. So, you know, T Mix would have his room, but then the other rooms would be like whoever visit, cause like it, it was a lot of people from my town like. Uh, Niggas from Oakland, niggas from uh, Milwaukee, New York, you know, everybody started coming in because everybody was feeling Swell House. So Tony had Tony had a hell of a team, man. Like people, like yeah. I tell everybody, I say, man, y'all had to be inside and see what was going on for y'all to understand how big Swell House really was. You know what I'm saying? Like from the end, it, it really is like on the outside looking in. If you was inside, you'd see like, man, what this nigga got? <laughs> she was crazy, man. Do you yeah, have any pictures? Right. Any pictures, man? Any pictures yeah. at large? Man, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have Twitter and Snapchat and all that shit back then, right? Oh, yeah, look, if, if, I had, if I had that, man, I'd have a picture with me and Jam Master J smoking, playing oh, PlayStation and shit, and me beating his ass. That's what we Yeah, I used to like that, man. Like, he had, man, Tony had, like, I remember one time it was like it was like I know it was like three o'clock in the morning. It's, he got, he making candy apples and shit, right? Three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting. I see like three three white dudes in suits coming to the house. Like I think this was around the time when he was the universal thing was going on, right? I'm like, man. And then one time we sitting in the house, and all of a sudden Red Man just walking the house like, "What's up?" You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, man. Like, like, and then one time wow. we, uh, I rode with Bob and G, and and we went to go pick up EPMD from the hotel and shit. I'm like, wow. Look, look, Tony was doing shit so big, man. Like, like, I go over there and knock on the door, bro, and Ice Cube open up the door. That's crazy. Like, man. for real, I'm like, you, you knock man. on the door. And 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 the person that opened up the door is, is, is Ice Cube, right? And I'm like, but that was Tony from the gate, though. You know, he he always been that dude yeah. who rubbed he rubbed elbows with people from my time. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. that's before Ice Cube was went Hollywood, huh? This was this was this was this this was like probably like ninety, I say like ninety seven. Yeah, oh, okay, like so he was already like, doing Friday and shit. Okay, that's when he was doing the yeah. connection then. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. you know, Tony was cool. Tony was cool. You know, he introduced, 
T Mix produced for Dub C too. T Mix produced for Rock Him. Everybody. Uh, he, he did Rock Him. He did uh, MC Ren. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. He did a lot of shit, man. Because Tony was pushing more of that production. He, Tony was put sound. See, Suave House was a sound. Right. Those people don't. They don't really like. They don't really like look at like Suave House was a sound. That's why you see when everybody left and tried to do something else, they didn't have that sound. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't care that sound with he had, he had cultivated the sound, man. Cause he had right. like uh he was he was a uh, he had people he had G writing for uh dudes from New York. Y'all remember it was a, it was a rapper named A Plus. He was young, but he was signed to Universal. Uh, uh, so y'all yeah. Edge, that was yeah, in man, the A plus, of the, he was um, alive, though. He was alive, man, A-plus. You know, uh, you know, had G right for him, and uh, T-Mix produced him, man. Tony just had some amazing shit. He, he, uh, T-Mix produced for the loonies. T-Mix produced uh, J.O. Felony. You know, J.O. Felony was down here and all that shit. Yeah, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. His, his West Coast presence was strong. Like, the East Coast, West Coast, he had, he had something everywhere. That's dope. You know, he, That's dope. He, he really he really opened up doors on the uh, he he really changed that border for the demographics, man. And and they really just don't give him this to me. And and this somebody who had an issue because like me and Tony friends, but it was always somebody in the middle saying some shit that kept us kind of at odds. You know what I'm saying? Right. With that he say she say shit. Yeah. Yeah, so when did uh Crime Boss and Tila enter the picture? Who brought them in? Uh I think I think I think uh Tila came in on that uh Tila came in on that Memphis wave. Was that no, yeah, came in on that? I think it was either T Mix or T Mix or uh 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 Ball and G. I'm not quite sure, okay. but like, it was that whole little Memphis wave. A, a couple dudes from Memphis came, like uh what's the dude, Killer B? He was down here too. Word, I word. seen somebody had put a song up with Killer B. I saw, I remember Killer B. He jumped off a bridge. He jumped off a bridge or some crazy shit he did, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so when the Memphis Way came, was a lot of them uh, mingling with Swall, or they were just yeah, mingling? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you got to remember, like this was this was like the building. It was like the formulating. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wasn't in place yet. It was like it was like. You know, like I said, Mike was Mike was still a renegade. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Thero had even changed his name yet. But like when that, I think once once uh, I think once on the out now on top of the world came out. I think pretty much the blueprint was set from there. Okay, so uh, back to Universal. Who had made the uh, the deal possible with with him and Universal, and why it didn't work out? See, it did work out. I mean. I, I, I mean, from from my point of view, I'm not there with the pen, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, no, the ends is not a business. Like, cause like Universal had, because they had, you know, by that time they had, they had, they had Psychodrama. Yep. And then he had a group that Jam Master J, see, people don't know this, Jam Master J had a group that was with Swerve House called the Ill Hillbillies. And right, they was out I remember them. It was like, oh, me and old boy, we, 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 we was cool. We had got cool. Uh, I forgot that nigga name, man. But they was out of, I think they was out of Seattle or some shit. But, like, Tony had, Tony had, he, just, he was the man. He, I mean, I don't even know how, he was the man, dog. I mean, he, 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 had, he, had, a, he had a independent 
record sale, track record that couldn't be denied. You know, Crime Ball sold so many units with his independent. Ball and G sold so many with their independent. Tilo and Gold. Tilo and Gold. Solo, independent. Tila. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they... They don't. They don't mention that that Tila went gold, man. Right before he left, like yeah, yeah right before he went gold. Like, why would you leave when you go? I mean, yeah. that's that person, though. Right. So what? So what happened with that situation when uh Tila ended up leaving Swall going to rap a lot? Man, I, this this is what I say because this this is my whole view of everybody. Niggas was young, a lot of money coming to play. And then you got people in each other's ears. You know what I'm saying? And then if you ain't if you ain't acclimated to the business part of it, hey man, you you gonna come up short somewhere. You probably gonna feel a certain way later on. Yeah. You you feel you at the end of the day, man, it's like hustling, right? It's on you. It's on you yeah. to count your money, right? It's on it's on you. Everybody ain't gonna be just straight up telling you what you're supposed to have, right? Right. Yeah. It's, just, right. it's just at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, it, it ain't the talent business; it's the music business. So you yeah. gonna have to learn some business shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah because Tila, uh, <laughs> yeah, he he had said on another radio show when they had asked him about the transition, and he had quoted, he said, it "Was it was him, Draper, uh, Mr. Mike, Nina, Nola, Crime Boss?" He said they was they were still family, regardless of what took place. You know, you can't be a sucker. I'm patient. There's a difference between being patient and being a sucker to a degree. It was a little drama here and there with that situation. And, and, and Pete, Crown Boss thing, Crown Boss bought out, bought out his contract. You know, but Crown Boss, like, Crown Boss, Crown Boss was locked up a lot during his, 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 his little shit, though, period, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. He, he, was, he was, so his thing was, his thing was different, too. And and uh and then you had uh O C and Low Key, the uh the bad scientists, you know, they they was writing a lot. Thorough, O C I think they wrote they was writing a lot, they was doing a lot of writing. Right. Okay. They was doing a lot so, of writing. Now so from from your point of view, when did you notice when things started to change and swab, you know, the beast, the misunderstanding. I mean, I go, we can start at when things start getting big. I'm going to give you the good then when I start seeing shit like change. Like, like yeah. it went from, yeah, it. it went from Tony driving the bucket to later on, Tony had a drop top Billy Azure and a Range right. Rover and, 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 and Grey Goose, Goose sponsoring Ball and G Tour and the, and the tour bus parked in the yard. You know what I'm saying? So, like, from my view, I was seeing the bad shit. Because, like, we driving uh, police escort to the car show because they performing with Timberland. Because, see, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of these people that's big stars now, Tony had his hand on them. Like, the, the, the Pharrells and the Timberlands were floating around Tony, man. They don't be, and Khaleesi's now, like, they were floating around Tony, man. So he almost had them on swab. Man, listen, at the end, you see, you see, Rick Ross a part of the, a part of the. Come on, man. Yeah. I just yeah, tell you, yeah. to just tell you. Oh look, I just tell you how big what he was in with it. Now, Rick Ross was was signed for a little bit, right? For like maybe like yeah. a year or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 and who, and who, who, who knows, who knows who else he had signed? 
Like I said, like uh, Tony, Tony was a Tony a real executive for my for my viewpoint, man. You know, I, I ain't gonna never take nothing away from him for like I I I ever seen I ever seen nobody do what he did to this day. You know, because you know Tony and Puffy was cool. Tony and Puffy was cool. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Hello, right. Um, so, you know, getting toward the end, he, he ended up, even though 8-Ball, they had this Space Age pimping on J. Cole Entertainment, I believe Tony had still, signed. You talking, about, uh, talking about that album? You talking about that yeah, album? Yeah. That was the Interscope, too. That J. Cole was a part of the Interscope. Yeah, uh, yeah all under the Interscope. And, uh, and yeah. Draper was under there, too, wasn't it? You know, all that's the same. All that be under the same universal umbrella. You know what I'm saying? All that shit intertwine with each other. Okay, so uh, and so later on, you know, when that uh, how can I put it? When he when he realized that it was over. You know, after everybody was leaving and. Was nah, see, to it, it was, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it was ever uh, over with Tony because, like, all right, first, first Tila left, right? Not right. First, was it Tila left, or was it Mike? I'm trying to remember how, because the, the, all right, it started, it started getting kind of clickish, right? Different people hanging with different people, and different people not really fuck with each other like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on the other side, like you got, it became kind of from from my from my point of view, because cause they don't even mention Rodney either. You know, Rodney was a big part of Twelve Hours too. Rodney Ellis. Yeah, Rodney him. Ellis. Yeah, Rodney Ellis was Marvin Gaye, man. That that was that was young Marvin Gaye for real. Like if if you heard this dude sing, man, like he could sound like Marvin Gaye. Was he in the process of doing the album? Yeah, yeah. Every everybody that you was in. We had a situation. Now, their situation, how it turned out, kind of depended on whatever relationship they had with Tony and, and whatever, whatever I, I guess, whatever work ethic they had or whatever, you know, real label stuff. Right. I think a lot of people took, and me, me included, I ain't going to act innocent. Uh, you got to separate your personal feelings from business, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like this, this person ain't your daddy. You feel me? It's ain't it's ain't just when it comes to business, your homeboy you got to you gotta handle your homeboy like business, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so uh so that was the same thing with uh A Ball and M J G too? Well, man, I'm I'm a, and this is my viewpoint. People might say something different, right? Like to me, Tony Tony to kill Tony to kill them, man. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas had they had houses, they had cars. I don't know what your paperwork looks like, so I can't speak on that. But like, it ain't like you will be noticed and need. Hold up, you 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 sign you sign you come from Memphis, right? Whatever you were doing in Memphis, this dude pick you up. Now you doing songs with DMX, LL, Big Pun, MJG had songs with Bone Thugs, uh. uh Beanie single first feature was on a song with Eight Ball. They got songs with Buster. He got songs with Buster Rhymes. And come on, I mean, this dude is putting you in position of power. If you if you if you, you got a problem, because I look at everything like 
you got say you signed a bad contract for the NBA, right? And then when that contract expire, you gonna hit them over the head, right? Yeah, right. You're not gonna you're not gonna walk away and leave your money on the table, right? You're not just gonna walk away and leave what's what you don't you don't even know what's planned for the future. Cause see right. that that universal deal had just got signed from out from out from from what I know. So it's kind of like they messed that up with all that everybody leaving shit. You know what I'm saying? But the thing right. was, here's what I always had with Tony. Whatever issue we had, man, I'm gonna go see Tony. You feel me? I'm a, I'm gonna go see him. Whatever it is, I'm gonna go man to man and see him. I don't I don't I don't see anybody. I don't, I don't see nobody. I don't know who did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think I think I think because like even with our situation, he probably felt he probably felt betrayed. But like, but what, I feel betrayed on some shit for us. Like what I had heard turned into some street shit, right? So I'm approaching in the street way. So we just we just pretty much cancel each other out with that situation. Everybody else, they just they just like for one a, a certain person when they start trying to leave, they was calling around to different record labels, right? But they was talking down. They was talking down on Tony to. They were talking down on Tony to these to the masterpiece and the you know these different people, but like they don't know that like hey they they cool with Tony. You don't think they're gonna tell him? <laughs> you don't think they're gonna tell him what what you said? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. He's like like at the end of the day, man, this your boss. You 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 signed for this dude to be your boss, regardless how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? He, he cutting checks. He making the deals. You make you making the music, but this he. He making the deal, so you can't. It's, it's like that whole look. You can't bite the hand that feeds you type situation. So he ain't never, he ain't never fed me for me to be even in his neck like that. You feel what I'm saying? But I see, right. I can see from, I can see from the artist's point of view, but I also see from this dude his point of view. You, you, you can't make the captain look a certain kind of way in right. a situation like that. To know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get something from somebody and then go talk down on to who, who might be his competition. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be that yeah. crack in the armor like that. Yeah, because yeah, they all know each other. You know? Yeah, and you gotta realize, like, like at the time, Tony winning. So you, you, you going talking down is like espionage. You know what I'm saying? Like you going and telling somebody that the ship, the ship rocking, instead of coming to that man and saying what your issue is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so, my point. Uh, that's, that's that's my point of view. But like, I've yeah. I've actually had a conversation with Tony about when when people left. You know what I'm saying? Like a one on one when Tila left. A one on one about what he thinks gonna happen to this artist here. Is he gonna? Do you think he gonna have a a, a career? or Is he gonna wind up working for the company? Like I I we was close enough to talk like that. Right. Yeah, so uh, Draper, he was there that night when Biggie Smalls had got murdered. So uh, uh, his uh, his car, I think his car got caught in that. Uh, his car got caught being that Bentley Azor got caught in that. That uh, I guess when they seen the situation happen, so I think they they came down here. And I think they had came and talked to him or something about shit. You know, Tony right. was a big boy. He he was Tony, Tony was around him. The J's and P's and Master P. If, I don't know if he'll see it now, but like, man, I heard from Master P myself, man. Like, 
they got game from Tony. They got game from Tony, and, and of course, Lil J, because Lil J, Lil J is the pioneer. You know what I'm saying? Tony was Tony was just doing real music executive shit. I'm somebody like really from the from the ground up, man. Like I, I don't know other way to explain it than if you've seen it from the ground up, if you've seen what this boy started with and how fast he made it happen. Because like we we came out we came out. I signed a contract in '91. I left. I left, and I said I said mine now. So. Ball and G, I think Ball and G dropped what ninety three. What was their first album right. drop? Ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, so from ninety three to nineteen ninety eight, because that's when I say everything started kind of like fizzling out, right? Like so from ninety, so on the five year span, he made all of the moves. Man, who you know did that, man? Yeah. <laughs> on, from the, I'm talking about from the south, Houston. Keep in mind, we just still, still Houston. It ain't like right. it ain't like it was it was it was a big radio, a whole bunch of radio play. Cause Ball and G was getting played on the radio in Houston. They were playing, they were playing Ball and G in the clubs. Right. Yeah. So how do how do y'all feel when y'all had first heard that a Ball and that Ball and G had signed to to Bad Boy? Well, see, I was I was around Ball. I was around. I was cool. See, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with. I was cool with everybody, right? Yeah. So, I go over ball. I was with Thera, and like, I remember, I remember him playing, him playing. First, I was, I was going to to ball studio because when he started working on that uh, compilation album, Eight Ways, then I think that was the J Core thing with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause he like he had Lil Kiki, he had Lil Kiki, and uh. Cause Lil Kiki recorded a whole bunch of songs about people don't know, and it's jammed. I don't know what happened to it, but like, like I think I think Lil Kiki was gonna sign the ball. Wow, uh, if I'm correct, I know he did a lot of work God with him. Damn. Yeah, I think I, I think he, he did a lot of work with him, but like, yeah. And then, uh, what was that question again? Oh, how did how did y'all how did you and Tony? What did y'all think when Ball and G had signed the bad boy? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so so I had one over Ball House, and he was playing, he was playing, he was playing some of the stuff that he, that he I guess it wasn't it wasn't from that album, it was from Ball solo album, I think. That uh, what was the name of it? When he left, he because he had a song with Puffy, Puffy doing the hook. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh. So I heard, so I heard that, and then later on, I thought we. I heard you playing some more stuff, and, and and he wasn't saying Swarve House. He wasn't saying Swarve House and shit. And I was like, just keep in mind, I know that at the time that Tony and Puffy cool. Like when the, when the, when that uh we can't be stopped tour came to Houston. Like Tony, I'm gonna tell you two stories. I'm gonna tell you the story when Snoop signed with with No Limit, and it came to Houston. Like. Tony was empowered in with, like, he backstage. He the one holding down kind of like with Master P. That's why, that's why like, you know, Psychodrama got that song with Master P and Ball and G. I think it's called Uncut or some shit like that. Yeah. So, so like, he had a good rapport with P. And uh, I keep falling out from what you asked me, man. 
The story is so big. The story so, I can go nine million ways. The story is like, if people had just seen from the inside what this dude was doing, man, like, I ain't going to lie to you, man. He's like, this somebody I know from seventh grade, right? And, and to see what he did, like, he didn't go to school for that shit. You know what I'm saying? He, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he ain't from New York. He didn't walk up to the office building. He like, he did all that shit from Houston. Right. Yeah, so, hey, Bomber Clyde, you got something you want to ask, man? Uh, no, man. I mean, what was it? Did he, did a swap house really, like, retaliate against, like, Tila as far as, like, physically trying to harm him? I mean, I mean, I mean there's, there's, a, there's a story that, you know, but no. I know there's I don't know if no retaliation. <laughs> no, it's the, street, the street's top. That's what's up. But, like, you know, if you, if you, I'm just saying, like, you don't buy the hand that feeds you, man, unless, unless they really trying to, like, fuck you over. Like, I don't see, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Tony in that situation. And then again, you know, money make people do funny, different things, but, like, he was really about growing that company. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. if, if, I think, I think if the opportunity came for him to, like, Lady cards out fair because at, t- at the end of the day, he still establishes himself against this in this music industry, and we know we yeah. all know that the music industry ain't just music. So yeah. every 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 dollar counts on your team, on you building your team, and we talking about your surrounding team. We ain't talking yeah. about just music here, like you know the, the game ain't how people think it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's other it's other things. So with that being said. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that Tony was on no. I'm gonna fuck you all your career. Right. Right. He, he was. How can you? How can you? How can you want to fuck somebody but get the same? You want the. You want the. The best work out of him. Because he was getting. At the end of the day, he was getting the best. Look, Mr. Mike got a song with Ice Cube, man. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Bob yep. got a song with Big Pun. Yeah. Wow. He got a song with Mob Deep. And he yeah. recorded with E forty with Yeah, E forty. Like 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 he Bob got a song with Brian McKnight, a remix with Brian McKnight produced by T Mix when Brian McKnight was hot. And and Bob happened on wasn't one of them was supposed to do a song with Mace. Oh yeah, man. This story here blew my mind. like this story come from Tony. Like, yeah. Y'all know that, y'all know that song the play away, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's Bob. It supposed to been Tila and Mace. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Was, wow. Man, T- Tila what was going to be a superstar, man. If he Tila, Tila was Mace. Tila was Mace. Yeah. yeah. That, that fly, that mm-hmm. fly shit. Yeah. Yeah, Tila was going to be a superstar. You see that song, Show Enough, is still the strip club anthem to this day. Yeah. What you said earlier about the sound, because Swap House was the sound, so if, if Kilo would have stayed, you think his career would have been, like, better off, like, would have been be- bigger? No, no, no doubt. Okay. If, I think I think, okay. I think if everybody, I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this, and, I, and I'm going to say this boldly, right? Yeah. Uh, if everybody had stayed in place, and, 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 and whether the list on they was going through, because at the end of the day, it was, it was, it was about money, right? Everybody... Everybody's grievance was about money. It ain't. It ain't that niggas was getting beat up or you know what I'm saying yeah. and, and slapped yeah. around and 
and that type of shit. So if you got a grievance about money and if it's business, you come to the table and you straighten it out. So mm-hmm. how he was sitting, man, t- Crime Boss was going to do a song with Tupac. Crime Boss was going to be the first one to record with Tupac when Tupac got out of jail. People don't know that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right. Wow. For real. Like, wow. So what happened? I think Crime Boss like, was locked up or something. Yeah, he got locked up or some shit, like something like that. But like, but these, man, I was backstage with Jay-Z back in the days with with, with 12 House. I heard, I heard all these little dudes who, who wound up being like these big superstars moguls speak highly yeah. of Crime Boss. <laughs> I mean, not Crime Boss, but 12 House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like. Foxy, I'm, I'm I'm backstage with the Jay Z's and Fo- Foxy Browns, man, at a at a Suave House concert. Wow. When they hit when they headlining, we in, we in New Orleans, I think it was like the uh, fucking uh, Bio Classic or some shit, right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. shit, the Hot Boys opened up for Ball and Cheat in New Orleans. That's mm-hmm. right. Right. That's right. Did uh Crime Boss and Pimp C ever do the duo album? They didn't do the album. Uh, they didn't do. It was supposed to be called the uh, the underdogs, but Pimp C, Pimp C had he died. You know, we had uh, yeah. like because Crime Boss they called him on my house one day. We 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 said like, man, I like Pimp, man. Like just once I just really got around the dude because like we went rapping, we were talking. You know, we was just really just sharing each other history and shit. And, like, and he was just hey, he was a character though, man. He he could have been a comedian. I think we hung we hung out for like three days, right? We had we had hung out because Crime Boss was telling them uh, some because I was I really was on I got behind the scenes on some recording and, and, and producing, but I would do I would do songs with Crime Boss and we'll 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 do shows, but people kept asking like, and he always tell them like, nah, that's the first dude that was on Swab right there, so people started. Want me to do shit, right? Right. right. He brought right. Pimp over there, and uh, cause no Pimp and Crown Boss were locked up together. Oh damn! They was, on, they, was on, they was on the same. They was on the same unit. You know, so Pimp had told me, and Crown Boss had told me the whole little story. He had told me the whole little story with the locked up. So once well, they had locked back up, cause we had went to that. Uh, we had went to that. Uh, what's that video <laughs> that uh, Pimp C had? Where he was talking about the uh, rappers uniting in Houston. Knocking doors. doors down. Yeah, we had went to that video shoot because, like, at the, oh, during that time period, yeah. Crime Boss was uh, he was with Lil Flip. He had started dealing with Lil Flip. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where they linked back up at. And from right. that, they were supposed to do uh, Crime Boss. They got him to uh, do a commercial for uh, a commercial spot for uh, the smoke, the Southside Smoke Shop. Right. Oh yeah. So look, uh, yeah. so, uh, clear this, clear this up. Did uh, PMC do a diss song about Scarface years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do this song. He just he just said that he just said that line. He said that line in that in that uh that wood gripping song. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had shot a little slug. I don't know what it was about. You know what I'm saying? So look, was it a misunderstanding between Pimp C and Nate Ball behind the Homeboy Girlfriend song? I don't know. I've never heard that story. I've yeah, never heard. Yeah, I, I had read it in the book, in the Pimp C book, and I just wanted to see about some clarity on it. What is what is it? I've never heard the story. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of paraphrasing right now, but uh, I remember reading in the book they said that uh, some 
pimp had invited some rappers over to his house, and uh, he started talking about eight ball. He said that song he did, homeboy girlfriend. He said that was a, he thought that was about him because uh, it was a chick. What what the chick name was? Uh, Angela, who Bob was rapping about in the song. Pimp was supposed to be saying the chick, yeah, named Angela, but it, <laughs> it was all intertwined and. It was just a, a misunderstanding. They said they had squashed it, but oh, for real? Nah, I had yeah. never heard that because I, I was I was around when Bob was. When, I pretty much been around when he was recording most of them albums. Or except Tila, Tila, and Mike. Cause Mike, I think Mike recorded a lot of his shit in California. That's that's somebody they don't talk about like a lot either. Mike, they don't. Yeah. Mike, Mike had Mike. Mike was by coastal. Like they was talking about Mike on. Rap City and like all of the the top MCs was wondering who this Mr. Mike was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember you know, him. You know, E.A.C. had produced a lot of Mike. Uh, a couple songs on Mike album. Yeah, oh, Killers the, from the South. I remember. Yeah, that's that. like that's like that's like being produced by Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, with all that being said, you know what you want Suave House to be remembered for. Uh, I mean, I can't. I, I think Tony can answer that question. But like, for from my point of view, like, it's a, it's it's a staple in Houston. You know, when they when they mention Houston rap scene, they mention you know they mention rap a lot. They mention uh, DJ Screw. But like history, I mean, Houston keeps out a lot of uh, uh, rap history. They don't they don't talk about they don't talk about the Daryl Scott. They don't talk mm-hmm. about the. Uh, 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 what's that damn record label, man? They don't talk about the uh, 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 jam downs and and all yeah, that. Uh, they don't talk about the Trinity Garden Club. Yeah, yeah. They don't talk about the OG styles. Houston, Houston, like they kind of like cheat themselves because they stay they stay in one box. When when the Houston right. hip hop history is like it's about as big as any. It's compared to you can compare it to New York and and, and L.A. Really. Yeah. It right. To me, yeah. it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Uh, West Coast, East Coast, and Atlanta first. It should be the West Coast, the East Coast, and the Gulf Coast. Houston, like Houston, Houston, yeah. like is the, is the pioneer. The third like, they, don't, yeah. they don't give it to us like that, but like, hey, man, a lot of people came down here and, 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 and took our trends and made it their own. That's right. Yeah. Could I? And that's what I heard. And man, and plus Sorry, I gotta guys. I gotta say this, man. MJG was the creator of one of the greatest lines, man. When he said twenty five lighters on my dresser, yes, sir, because oh, yeah. you know <laughs> DEA made a song off that line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. DJ PMD made a song off that line. Even ZZ <laughs> yeah, Top yeah, made look, a country song called Twenty Five Lighters. I'm gonna tell you something yeah. funny, right? If if you listen to a lot of rap styles, right? A lot of rap styles. Hey, man, you gonna hear G in them. Listen, listen to yeah. a lot of people rap styles now, and it's like, really, it's a lot of G. It's a lot of G. A lot of people rap like street military. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, it just, it just so many pieces. There's so many pieces of Houston like that they they take for granted, like South Park Coalition and all that. It's like, right. You know, we, we, we gotta do better, man. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you got? So what you got going on for yourself nowadays? Got well, I'm gonna release, release these. I'm gonna release these projects, man. I'm mostly been working with artists that's up and coming, like 
my little bro Tank Law and like Stunner Gang and but DF Dub Tone, just a lot of new artists. But I'm I'm gonna drop something and I'm gonna be through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, 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 go ahead. I have, the type of mind I have, man. I never, because I, I seen the bullshit early. You feel me? I seen, I seen, I seen on the backroom stories. You know what I'm saying? I, I used to go, I used to go with Giant C up to rap a lot every day when I left yeah. home. Like, you no, know, I, I seen part of Deep Cover at rap a lot. That's right. crazy. You know what I'm saying? I think they probably had the soundtrack first or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. So, like, I used to go to rap a lot. I used to get, like, I'd get my free CDs at the mailroom. So I had everybody, you know what I'm saying? I had everybody stuff because, like, everybody wasn't rapping like they rapping now around Houston. Everybody that was rapping yeah. was really from a, they had a record company. They were really right. from a record company. They wasn't none of this, you know what I'm saying? Not like that, cause rap. When I went to rap a lot, man, rap rap a lot was in a bank building. Damn, it was oh, a bank. Man. It was a bank building off Jones Road. So I looked at it like, wow, man, it's, this a real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm coming from I'm coming from with Tony and them, right? Starting up, and I'm going with Johnny, and it, this a real building. They got a mail room and assistants, and he wow. got this big ass yeah. video. He got this video studio off North Ship, and I'm like. It's a real fucking company. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the real yeah. shit. Yeah. But to, so see man, Tony, hey. to see Tony run up and catch that shit real quick. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. So at the end of the day, Tony, he, he ahead of his time, man. And he's ahead of his time, man. He, yeah, he, 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 he's definitely time somebody to get they don't, Yeah, they, they, they definitely don't mention him enough for us. Like, because like, he is a success story regardless of what happened with the art. Because really... If you look now, the artists didn't become successful after after they left. None of them. Yeah, you're right. They don't want to admit it, but I tell them in their face, like, what did you – because Ball and G supposed to be the run DMC of Southern artists. I'm yeah. telling you. And I put that on my yeah. mama, like, like, like how he was setting yeah. them up. But matter of yeah. fact, Ball and G had, the, had a cover like run DMC. I think they had to change it. I think it was like some some it was some copyright infringement. Like they had a cover actually made like Ron DMC. Run DMC like, that's, what, yeah. that's what Tony. That's what they was gonna be. Right. Damn. So what, what album would it be for? It probably was that. It probably was that last one. Think about that last album, man. Seal on that last album. Outcast on that in, last album. In our lifetime. Yeah, in our lifetime. Like that's a big. <laughs> the only reason they happened to do so good because everybody. That's when everything started falling apart. But like. That's a big album, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. That was actually yeah. the first ever 8-4 album hey, I heard. Because that yeah, was one of the first ones uh, I actually uh, seen uh, by Swan. MJG had that, uh, that video with Stacey Dash and that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. That's the level shit they was doing. That's how big. They was on some big boy shit, man. Right. Yeah. Man, so the flow yeah. open, man. Anybody got something they want to ask them? Hey, uh, hey, hey. 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 This this Miss Danky, what's up? Um, this you know I gotta ask this question. Jay, I already know. Who is your favorite rapper? Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> do do we gotta do it like pass? What well, well okay, I'll put okay, you like yeah. this. I, Look, I you, like, you, the blue the blueprint the blueprint rock him. Okay. That's what yeah. the blueprint rock okay. him. Okay. I like I like I like pop because of similarities. I, I see yeah. a lot of 
I see a lot of similarities that I, I really try to get away from because, like, in the beginning, Johnny was pointing that out. Like, he was like, we had went to see Juice together, right? Okay. And I think it was before, it was before Pac album dropped or some shit. He was like, that dude going to wind up being like you. And I was like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> but then he wound up really being a big-ass dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I, I think Rock him. Now, my favorite group, my favorite group is Blood of Love. Hell okay. yeah. I've had the honor of, of actually talking to uh, Big Hutch on the phone, man. Like, that's one of the highlights of my shit. Yeah, Blood of Love is my favorite group. Yeah. We gotta get him, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I hope y'all get them. I hope y'all get him on here. Yes, yes. Yeah, we Yeah. Hey, so well, that is it. Anybody, anybody else got something they want to ask? Uh, uh, Lord, I've just got a couple of questions, and I just want to say this as well. It's been a pleasure hearing your interview. Um, I really just want to say a couple of little things that I found out. The way that I look at hip-hop, especially being out in the United Kingdom, bro, the way you said it, I have always looked at hip-hop, the southern music being the third course. Because around the time when Little Flip dropped um, Underground Legend, the album, I was fortunate enough to hear um, one of the singles off it on TV out here. So that's really got me into southern hip-hop. But one of my main questions, out large, I would like to ask you is, um, what was it like to be around Eve Ball and MGG at the time when they were developing as artists? What was the um, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of weed smoking and drinking, a lot of weed smoking and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 look, look, they be talking about, they be talking about Snoop Dogg smoking weed, right? Hey, yeah. ball is a ball is a weed smoking ass. Listen, man, <laughs> on my birthday one time, right, I smoked like eleven real chronic, real real chronic blunts with ball back to back. I thought I was gonna die, right? Uh, oh like, my like, god! And, and G is a G is a G is a drinker. G, G a, that's Mister Cognac. We see wood. I ain't seen him in a while, man. You know they they they. They come to Houston. They they don't they don't touch down and holler like for instance like JB since JB like JB is another intricate part of of Swab House. No, it's, it's Tony it's Tony and it's JB James Hensley. During during time everything was going. JB was locked up, so a lot of the big things that they was doing he didn't really get to see. But like he's 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 partly responsible for that. So when he got out, yeah. you know when he got out just out of respect, I was like. Man, they need to holler at JB. I don't, I, I don't know what the situation was with Tony, but like, you need to holler at this man too, though. You feel me? Like, you can't just say fuck this dude here, cause like this dude was a part. Like, they put food on your table, right? Yeah. You know, like, you you have you have your everybody has their grievances with business, man. But like, grown men should be able to straighten business out. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna get no business solved by running away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you right. run away. You go you go talk to who you who you need to. You got an issue with your money or your contracts and your your publishing whatever. You 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 go holler at that person. You don't you don't let somebody. You when you once you find you get a little knowledge, somebody tell you something, then you you just move a whole another way. When like you was moving the family way at first, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's, 
They they look like a family. They all stayed in the same house together, man. Like twelve, yeah. like that whole twelve house. She like they lived in the house together. They they all lived in one house, recording. You know what I'm saying? Like really living in a house. Hey Lars, who, who named uh, who named this Swab House? It wasn't called it wasn't called Swab House at first. It was Swab Records. Okay. Swab, it was Swab Records. Records. And uh, I think I think when uh, I think after Thorough said uh. Uh, some line, I think it's gonna lay it down or something. I think I think it was taken from that from that point on, it became the house. But and then right. it was a, it was an actual house. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing. Be like, it was an actual. The, the songs were being recorded out of a house that was turned into a studio. <laughs> like, like, yeah, a real a real house. Yeah. Yeah, cause uh, cause I know that's how OTS was too in Memphis. I want to believe uh, OTS was a house for a while. Yeah, in Memphis. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Tony, Tony them situation was a house that kept getting bigger. It went from, it went from right. like I think I heard G said that they used to record at uh, Tony Baby Mama house. I know Tracy, and uh, then it went. I know it went to that little townhouse that Tony had. Then it went to this other house. That was bigger, and they used to have they used to have scorpions in the house and shit. Cause the house was the house was like built where they would just start renovating the land and shit. So it'd be like scorpions, <laughs> it'd be like scorpions in the house and shit, right? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it'd be like scorpions in the house. Then then they moved, then they moved into the the last house they was in is where everybody used to come. Like like I remember coming over there trying to uh, visit, and they wouldn't let me in because they had bombs to lock down. In the house, wow. the whole group. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. And th- Tony, Tony, Tony did some shit, man. He, he really did. And, and he don't it. I don't know if he even care about it, but I'll be like, man, somebody need to tell your story, bro. Cause like, Houston, yeah. Houston needs to know that they had they had a record label that that competed with every major label, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm that documentary for Suave House is way overdue, man. Yeah, way overdue. I think, 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 I told, I think I told Javar just like, like Tony had James Brown, part of James Brown band down here, man, just at the house. Wow. He said he used to have people like Andre Rides and just at the house. <laughs> he was there, like, just, you don't know, it, it ain't no big, you know, then I said it wasn't no Twitter and all that shit, but like, it wasn't like pictures being taken, like, all these people at this house, just on, on the low. Damn, that's tight. Do make executives know Tony. He, he yeah. made him a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing on the about him. Like Tony owned the masters. He was a young dude yeah. who owned his masters early. Like yeah. his his independent game was real. Right. He went that oh. half and nah, he he owned his masters. Yeah. And that that's a feat for somebody his age, you know, that early in the game, especially with the way the music industry was going at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 y
look that early in the game, and he, and he didn't have he didn't have like a. I know he. I think he's he got guidance from here and there, but like he didn't have like a Dick Griffey, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it was yeah. pretty much what Tony was doing. It pretty much was Tony. Tony stutter first of all. <laughs> he stutters, <laughs> so it's like I used to like man, how the fuck are you talking to these people, man? You stutter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> you know, he, it, it was just crazy, man. Just like, but yeah, what he what he built, man. I, I compare it to I, I compare it to like the death rows and the no limits. Cause like, really, yeah, it was. It just it just it just it, it, it got fucked. Up. I ain't gonna say it faded out. It got it got fucked up before they seen how big it was gonna be. Right. To this day, to this day, he still work with Ice Cube, so that'll tell you something. Yeah, and plus to this day, people still raving about no, uh, raving about Swarthouse, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, a lot of people don't. It's, they been, don't, they it's don't. been, it's been plenty of days, man. You know, man, some of my partners be just sitting around, just talking about music. Swarthouse come up, and be like, man, what happened, man? You know, it just, it just fills it out, you know. Yeah, and another yeah. thing, like Tony, Tony introduced uh, T Mix, man. T Mix to me, T Mix was like my Dr. Dre, right? Because like when I had yeah. started back down fuck with the music, I supposed that went with T Mix because T Mix when he left, he was starting something called the the bomb shelter or some shit like that. And and one day he called me like, "You ready?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> hey, that's like Dr. Dre calling you like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready. Yeah, look, people don't even know that uh, Big Duke from Boys in the Hood is Big Duke, Gilly the Kid, they swallow house, man. I, ain't, man. One, ain't one of the clips is, uh, ain't one of the clips a uh, swallow house? Uh, Tony, 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 man, he managed the clips, and he uh, yeah, and he uh, he had got them. They, I think he had got them the uh, Columbia. He either got them out of a deal, or he got uh-huh. them a deal. You know, he he uh, one of them dudes that that move like that. You you don't know he did that. Like for instance, as as independent as people thought Ice Cube was, Tony kind of taught Ice Cube the independent music game. Yeah, wasn't he the one that got Ice Cube his first masters off that? Uh, that, that, that yeah, remember. yeah. And then that, yeah, and that, that, that was, was the very first master. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that yeah, was, he, that was that was Tony. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That was Tony. Yeah. I don't know if the boy being modest, man, because I, I don't take Tony, Tony as no modest person anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. I don't know why he ain't telling the stories, man. But like, shit, yeah. after a while, nobody tell him that shit gonna be irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, but I'm, you know, I'm glad that uh, you know, we got guys like you to keep it alive, man. You know. Oh, yeah. I, I was. Yeah. A, I was. I was a. I was a fan. I was a fan of the music I was in. Like, I'd go over there, man. I, I really would be, like, blown away by what I seen them doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because T-Mix, man, like, that's somebody else that don't get no the credit he's supposed to get. Like, think about it. Lil Wayne started really jamming, really jamming when T-Mix went over to Cash Money. They don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. The whole, uh, what's that mm-hmm. album? The, uh, the Hustler Music? No, T-Mix yeah. produced yeah. that. Yeah. Damn. No, baby, right. baby, tried, baby, tried to get South Circle before. <laughs> oh, for real? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't tell you, it's, it's a lot of stories, man. And well, I talked to Mike today. Mike, 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 Mike might be next. All right. Yeah, Mr. Mike might be next. He might, he might, 
because it's doing pretty good, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I said it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Hey, Lord, we... We're glad that uh, you came out and told us the story about the best house in the hood, man. The best house that Tony drew, <laughs> Tony built. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, okay. so peace out, man. And uh, appreciate yeah, you. We're going to be hollering at you. Yeah. Oh, no problem. One last thing. Thank you so we'll much, man. We'll get you ride music, man. Wolf season, wolf season, wolf season, wolf season. Wolf season. Wolf season, yeah. Wolf season. Wolf season, man. No doubt. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. Uh, yes, sir. Peace. All right. God bless, all right. bro. All right, sir. Right. Let's wrap it up, man. All right, guys. God bless you all, man. Good, good night, ladies. Good night, guys. I'll speak to you all next week at the round table. Uh, it was a pleasure.